and welcome to the No Name MMA Show. Welcome to the best damn MMA podcast you've never heard of, the No Name MMA Show. My name is Motivated Andy. Uh, welcome back after some technical difficulties. Hopefully, everything that I kind of figured out what to do figures it out, but I don't know. Hopefully, it works. Who the fuck knows? I'm not a scientist. Anyway, uh, welcome back. It's a lovely Wednesday, February 8th, 2023. Um, we have the eve of one of the greatest fights of all time. Technically speaking, pound for pound, number one versus pound for pound, number two. <clears throat> Alexander Volkanovsky is challenging the crown of Islam Makachev. Um, and you have Bellator. Uh, this past weekend, fucking killed it. Bellator 290 was dope, even though Fedor, uh, you know, got smashed. And then um, Derek Lewis versus um, Sergey Spivak. That was, you know, something. It was certainly ended quickly. Um, we'll talk about that. But first, let's talk about some of the things going on this week. Uh, Connor McGregor versus Chandler has now been made official. Uh, Tony Ferguson is not going to be part of the mix, even though he was alluding to it on social media. Um, it got announced. I wish it was Tony. Um, do we care about Chandler? Are you going to be watching, Kevin? Yeah, it's going to be dope. Um, as far as like um, how the show plays out, hopefully Connor will add something to the mix. You know, Hopefully the dynamic will be cool. But yeah, I, I I will be watching every episode. And uh, as far as the fight's concerned, seems like a win-win, you know. But obviously, UFC wants Connor for the dub. But yeah, I got Connor for the dub too. I'm predicting it here now. Connor knockout, and yeah, I'm excited. It's kind of fun. Sucks about Tony. That would have been great TV. But as far as what we got, I don't I don't hate it. That's fair. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I don't know. Um, I, I wanted Tony for the antics, mostly. Uh, I'll still be watching. And, yeah, the Connor fight hopefully happens. I do think it's going to be a KO. I think if Chandler comes out with that Dustin Poirier kind of nonsense, I think that suplex that he tried to do, that's what cost him the fight. That's when he, like, completely gassed himself out. And after that, he didn't quite recover. Then he got fucking finished. Um, uh, yeah, I don't know. It just leaves a sour taste in my mouth. Especially knowing that everybody fucking wanted Tony. Everybody wanted Tony, bro. Like, now we're just going to be listening to motivational quotes for fucking six months. You know what I mean? Instead, we could be getting some, like, crazy cool shit tony would be wearing sunglasses all the time It'd be fucking dope bro it'd be dope but now it's just gonna be mid mid as fuck it's conor mcgregor bro but i'm i'm stoked that he's gonna be you know getting a fight that he can win you know <coughs> moving on um so connor speaking of Still is not part of USADA. He needs to be in the pool for six months and have at least two tests. So what I'm thinking is he'll start getting in the pool now. And eventually, um, the two tests will 
just come at the very end of the whole thing, very close to the fight night. <clears throat> Do you foresee any troubles with him popping? No, only because I mean, he's got the money to buy it out. At this point, I'm just convinced of you. She's just like, yeah, dude, just fucking juice. Just fucking juice up. Put it on social media. Hiss and growl it at the mirror. You know, it's all good. You're, you're, we're rich because of you. You could, you could do drugs. I'll let you do drugs. That's how, that's how I just see that whole scenario. Cause it's like, it's so fucking obvious, you know, to where like, the whole MMA community is just like, yeah, he's on steroids. Fighters are like, yeah, he's on steroids. Even fucking Rogan and shit. You know, everybody who is like-minded with the sport is just like, yep, he's on steroids. So as far as him popping, I would be shocked if he popped. Only because of the amount of money he could throw at fucking Usada. You know what I'm saying? It's an experiment at this point. So yeah, I would be shocked if he popped. But no, I think everything's good to go. Yeah, for sure. And I feel like this is another fight that Connor thinks he could win, but his ego might get to him. And he could get knocked out too. Uh, it's a it's just it's just a, as fair as a fight as we'll get from Connor at this point in his career. Yeah, but as far as the popping shit, hell no. He's not gonna pop. All right. Um, I still think he could because he is absolutely juiced to the fucking gills. Uh, moving on, Aljamain Sterling says that he is trying to fight Henry Cejudo in May. So finally, this almost happens. Um, yeah, I think Henry Cejudo is a dangerous motherfucker, and he still is around all these other elite fighters. So I don't know. I, I just Henry Cejudo with the IQ. The only big question mark is that fucking time off, dude. That time fucking off, three years. Having a baby, bro. It's it's a different fucking ball game, dude. Who do you have? Uh, triple C all day. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. Triple C's great, bro. Um, as far as the layoff, he's been training with the greats, man. He's been in the gym. It's not like it's like yeah, he did get a little chubby or whatever, but he wasn't competing. You know what I'm saying? But as far as like his work ethic. Pretty sure he kept up, you know. He maintained. Um, yeah, I got Cejudo, man. It's just I value his championship mentality more so than Aljamain's, only because like I just feel like Aljamain's just like a kind of like the Tony thing, you know. It's just like a bad taste in my mouth whenever I think of it, and like not not Tony as in like he's like like. Tony not getting the gig, you know what I'm saying? It's just like that feeling. It's just like, ugh. You know, and that's what I think about Aljo's championship reign. It's just like, you know, just like lackluster and underwhelming, you know? And I get, I get a, I, yeah, I just, I get, um, I get a better champion out of Cejudo. So yeah, Cejudo all day. That's a fair point. Um, if Aljamain Sterling does get this win, though, he becomes. I mean, part of a conversation of greatest of all time, he would have defended his belt three times, which not even TJ Dillashaw or Dominic Cruz did in the UFC. Um, at me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure I'm right. But I could be wrong. I've been wrong about a lot of things in my life. That's okay. That's the gig. Anyway, uh, moving on. 
Cheeto versus Sanhagen got moved. Um, now the main event for the next week is going to be Aaron Blanchfield against um, Tyler Santos, which I think is going to be an excellent fucking fight. I don't know why you're wincing, bro. This is, this is going to be a... I think this is going to be a dope fucking fight. Aaron Blanchfield is a motherfucker. She'll be all right. Why are you, like, saying that? She's finishing motherfuckers, bro. She'll be all right. Did you see what she did to fucking Meatball? Or whatever? You're acting like... I don't like it's gonna be a barn burner, fucking no, I... blood and guts, fucking just no. oh, Yuri Prohoshka versus Glover, but female. No, 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 get out of here. What I'm saying is it's a good ass fight that would have been dope, watered down by a pay per view only because they moved Corey Sanhagen. It's a decent fight now, but as far as it, it being a dope fight. It's uh, it would have been a sick fight as a three rounder, bro. And it now that it's fucking pay per view, it's just like you get another meaty. We get another mediocre ass fucking card at the apex. That would have been all right if you just fucking had Sanhagen and Corey or Sanhagen and Vera in there. But now we have to go through a fucking mediocre ass card. The fight's okay, Andy. It's a okay fight. Sanhagen got moved to a live crowd. What do you mean? This is what we all wanted. Yeah, no, it's... So, yeah, so, yeah, I'm willing to pay the price of Tyler Santos and Aaron Blanchfield for a main event. Especially when I know that Aaron Blanchfield... I think this is going to be a competitive fight. Do I think it's going to be a barn burner? No, but Aaron Blanchfield goes out there to kill. And out of all the female fighters, I think these motherfuckers are the ones that are the most competitive. And you're, like, acting like I'm some hardcore. Like, it, it is what it is. I'd rather get, like, if that's the price to pay to get Cheeto and Sanhagen in a live crowd, I'm willing to pay it. This is this is the card, bro. This is the card for next week. Keep in mind, there's only, like, five fights. So, booked right now. So, you got the main event, Talia Santos, Aaron Blanchfield. The co-main. Lisa Landsberg versus Maria Bueno Silva. Like, bro. <laughs> All right, this is the third fight. Jordan fucking Wright versus Zach Puga. Like, come on. OSP versus Felipe Lenz. And, like, ah, dude, you got Josh Parsons opening up this card, bro. The only, the only fight that's kind of dope is the Joe Selecki versus Benoit Saint-Denis fight. Out of uh, one of versus Felipe Lenz. Shut the. Oh my god, no. dude. Here, hand me that. So you motherfuckers must have forgot. Not every fucking fight night is gonna be fucking hot shit, bro. And guess what? Guess what? If you don't wanna watch this, MMA, if you don't wanna watch MMA, don't fucking watch MMA. If you don't wanna see fucking motherfucking, and guess what? All of these cards that are shitty on paper, that are forgettable. Really, really, just don't watch them. It was the same thing as the fucking last week when you had to stay up until 1 a.m. to see Derek Lewis throw absolutely nothing. Or he threw three punches that did not land against Bivak. Which you, by the way, fucking fell asleep. It's okay, bro. It's okay. Those cards are the ones that are often the most fucking lit because it shows like some crazy ass shit on it. 
what I'm saying is it's not that the fights are going to fucking suck or be lackluster. What I'm saying is this is a result of having these banger-ass events, right? These fucking Charles Oliveira versus Islam, Piotr Jan versus Sugar Sean, Bilal versus Brady, right? Instead of having these cards being like a super mega card, right? Where all we get all the fights at once. We're left with shit like this, bro. No, and it doesn't even. This doesn't even cut it, dude. The next week we got Krylov versus Span, bro. You know what I'm saying? And it's just like another mediocre ass card, bro. But this card's kind of lit. I'm not gonna lie. But this this card that we're facing next week, it's um. Say what you want, man. It's it's mid. It's mid as fuck, and you're, and you're coming at me like, you're coming at me like it, it, it couldn't, like. I'm not saying it's not. I'm not saying it isn't. I'm just saying like, why you got a bitch about MMA? Like having a card, like we, none of these fights could happen. None of these fights could happen. Bro, whatever. Anyway. So moving on, because we're not going to agree on having more fights, apparently, because you want to see less fights. You literally want uh, less fights. Anyway, uh, Sean O'Malley wants more fights, signs a new eight-fight deal with the UFC. Um, What do you think he does in the next four fights? What do you think the move is, the best-case scenario for Sean O'Malley? Next four fights, right? He's gonna go to the UFC and he's gonna want to renegotiate if it if it turns out real good for him, right? If he like goes out there and wins, everything goes according to plan for Sean O'Malley. What happens in the next four fights? He gets paid. You fucking boring <laughs> motherfucker! What happens next four fights? What are the next four fights? Shh. It's my turn with the magic stick. It is. It's my turn. (laughs) It's that's this is just uh, it's my turn with this stick. Let's see. We want to go to story time. All right. I mean, if it's so boring, look. What O'Malley does, man, is what he always does, bro. The bigger guy in the division. Bigger guy in the division probably gets like two, three more fights. If but he what wins, are his next four fights, bro? I don't fucking know. I don't know. Do you think he wins his next four? Yeah, I'm saying like he wins. I mean, I can't. I, yeah, I mean, that's what I'm goes saying. According to plan for Sean O'Malley. Okay. So what do you want in the world where you get whatever you want? You're Sean O'Malley, and you're winning the lottery all the time. I mean, yeah, I like to see him fight the top guys, like obviously. Do I think it's gonna happen? That's the thing. What, like, yes, the, in this example, I'm saying yes. In the perfect world. Okay, but that's the thing. You're just like you're 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 putting. I'm, I, like I, I don't think he gets to a world where he saying, finishes okay, a contract. Okay, okay. What I'm saying is literally. So no, I'm saying like, I'm, like why are you like, I'm saying four fights. The next four fights are going to be perfect. 
your result, what you want. For O'Malley's so like the next fight. For yes. Career? Like what do I want for his career? No, just you're Sean O'Malley, and you got the magic fucking touch. The next four fights are going to go however the fuck you want them to go. What are the next four fights? What are your next four fights? Okay, if O'Malley wins this... All right, so next fight, the winner of the fucking championship, right? Uh, let's say let's say it's Cejudo. Go, boom, go, whoever. If he kills the next guy, defends it against, San, or against Vera, right? Or the winner of Vera, San Hagen. Boom, that's a title defense. And then at that point, O'Malley's a big fucking dude. I guess go up to 45. I mean, who the fuck else do you want to see? Do you want to see O'Malley versus uh, Marab? You know, if he kept, if he keeps on winning, I, I, that's what I'm saying. But that's the thing. I, I think it, it, the whole eight fight thing sounds good if you have this guy winning at that level. That's what I mean. But that's the thing. I, I don't see that for his future, and I see him being a, a rough, rough oh, and tumbler. Yeah. But if anything, I do see a. A potential move in O'Malley's future. You know what I'm saying? That's what I see. But as, as far as O'Malley, it's just like, yeah, just keep on getting the fucking bread. You know what I'm saying? It, it's it's all favored for him. You know, it's not like, um, yeah, but still, like, I, what do I see for O'Malley? I mean, hopefully a championship. Maybe, maybe that'll be a shoe in for Vera. But um, I don't know. I don't know. All right. So yeah, but um, what I would like to see is him versus right the winner of Cejudo versus Aljamain. Um, where I think that Henry is gonna win, so he'll face Henry. What I think will happen is Henry will win. Um, what like in the perfect world for Sean O'Malley, he goes out there and knocks out Henry Cejudo, right? Then he gets the next man up, the winner of Cheeto versus Sanhagen. He knocks out whoever the fuck it is in Sean O'Malley's perfect world, which I think it'll end up being Sanhagen. And then from there, he ends up fighting Marab because Marab is the odd man out and he's going to have to fight, or he's fighting uh, Piotr and he's going to win. And then, I think I think this is the scenario where it goes perfect. That's what that's exactly what I'm saying. Why would that be perfect for Sean though? That's what I'm. Because why would it? I'm saying. Why wouldn't he want the rematch with Vera at a championship? That's what I just said. It would happen. You said Sanhagen. I think Sanhagen is going to end up winning between him and Cheeto Vera. I'm saying, like, what realistically the perfect world happens, I'm saying that Sanhagen beats Cheeto Vera. That's what I'm thinking. Cheeto Vera takes too much damage, and Sanhagen is not that. He's not Rob Font. You can't be taking those kind of shots, and Sanhagen's going to be giving you those type of shots. So, anyway, so you have Sanhagen. You defend against him. And then um, Rob, he wins against Pierre Jan. You possibly defend against him. Like in the next four fights, right? From there, 
you have possibly a killer in Umar Namagomedov just chilling and ready to fight whoever the fuck, which by that point in time, in four fights, the way he's fighting and how often he's fighting, he's trying to fight three times a year in between, like, you know, Ramadan and, or whatever. So, like, at that point, he could renegotiate a contract and be like, hey, fuck that guy. I can re- I can go to 145 and try my hat there. I've cleared the, the division, right? And not fuck around with Umar. And then try his hat at 145 for some full fights. And then who the fuck knows? But that's that's what I envision, like, the path to the first four fights for Sean O'Malley. Of his new contract. Of his new contract, yeah. This is your vision of what he wants. Not not what he wants, what I think ends up being the best case scenario for him in the most realistic circumstance. If it goes down how it goes down, if it goes down how it goes down, then I think that is the best case scenario. Anyway, moving on. uh, We have UFC 280, 280, 284, 284, holy shit. Um, UFC 284, Islam Akhachev against Alexander Volkanovsky for the lightweight crown, double champ status, pound for pound, number one versus number two. Um, I think that the line is a bit disrespectful for Volkanovsky. I think him being, I don't know, I don't know. I just think that Volkanovski brings enough weapons and is quick enough that he should not be three to one underdog. Do you disagree with that? I mean, I want Volkanovski to win. If Volkanovski wins, this man is arguably one of the best fighters of all time. Like, straight up, bro. Against Islam Akhtachev, if he goes out there and wins somehow which i find it unlikely i think that you gotta wisen up if you're thinking that he goes out there and wins against islam but if he does do you have him go no 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 absolutely not no uh, he still has a ways to go for ghost status. Why? Why does he have a ways if to go? If he wins against Islam. If he wins against... Uh, you, you would put... What, like, the consideration? Not even. No. I, I would want him to defend both ty- both divisions now and see how long that reign goes. And let's see how many fucking dubs he could get. Let's see how tough he really is. You know what I'm saying? Because... The last time we were pondering with that fucking word go, look at what happened to fucking Usman. He got knocked the fuck out. The last time we were pondering with that word go, look at what happened to Izzy. He got knocked the fuck out. That's what I'm saying, dude. Dude, we need. Oh my god, you negative Nancy. That's not what I asked. I asked if he wins. I asked if he wins. That's what I'm saying. You're saying if if he. If he wins, he's maybe top 20 of all time. Maybe top 25, for sure. Double champ? 
So. You have Mendez. He's not even the GOAT in his division, Andy. He's not even... What? It's still Aldo. It's still Aldo. It's still Aldo. It's still Aldo. It is still Aldo. Bro. They fought, bro. Bro. Okay, well... I'm not wrong in that. I mean... He would tell you that. He would tell you that. I mean, he does have the most title defenses, which should be, bar none, one of the things. But I'm just saying, with two divisions... You're saying, oh, how many people How many people have defended a title and how many people have gotten double champ status? Oh, by the way, one of those guys starches your dude in 13 seconds. And an uh, right. Yeah, it would be dope. He's top twenty, top twenty five. If he wins it. Yes. Okay. Top 10, top okay, who do you have ten above? Alexander Volkanovsky. If he wins it. If he wins it. If he wins against Islam Makhachev. Uh let's see. Uh let's that's just such a loaded fucking question, bro. Motherfucker, you said he would not make the cut. So you fucking say, who do you it's have Fucking Khabib, Jones, Stipe, DC, Rob Whitaker, fucking, um, how many is that? That's five. Holloway, I put Holloway above him. Uh, I put Holloway above him. He's done more, bro. And he's done more with the division. That's what I'm saying, bro. He is good. He is good, and he and if he does his double champ shit, it would be dope as shit. But he's, oh, Aldo. As far Aldo's up there, fucking. Let's see. That's what I'm saying, dude. It's such a loaded question. He's still so young in his legacy. Like, let it happen, but don't fucking bombard it with the goat shit. You know what I'm saying? Cause. Whenever his debt gets paid, whenever he stamps that card and he's lying dead in the fucking canvas, which could happen this Saturday, you know what I'm saying? D- don't that's what don't don't taint his shit like that. I'm not coming at it from like a salty thing. I'm coming at it from like you gotta be careful with these guys and these words. You know what I'm saying? Because then they're then the fucking echo chambers happen, and then these fucking egos happen, and then bro, it it, it gets to the point where you're just like. Yeah, Charles gonna fuck his mom. You know what I'm saying? And then we're in a different reality. Do I think the betting numbers are a bit wonky? I mean, no, dude. Look at what fucking Islam did to Charles. You know what I'm saying? He melted him. He melted him. The last dude Volk melted was a dude he fought three fucking times. You know what I'm saying? And the one time that he had an off day, he barely won it. You know what I'm saying? What was... That was the last dude I remember Volk melting. He's always technically always in the fight and always there. But as far as like where he's at in his fight career, he's not, he's not, you know what I'm saying? He's not a face melter. He's not a dude where you just like look at him. It's just like devastating. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, top 20. If he wins this, he's got my top 20 vote. 
And he'll be at the lower end. Um, I do not agree nor condone anything that you said besides your pick. I think that Islam does go out there and handles business. I think that Alexander Volkanovsky just is... Yeah, he's been bigger, but he is more efficient at 145. He's been at that level at 145 for a minute. And a going there's too many variables of newness to his you know challenging Islam where Islam has been fighting at this weight class for his entire life has been doing this exact shit for his entire life and Alexander has to gain weight focus on wrestling defense and all this other shit and also fight Islam Akachev so there's just a lot of things where I think that they are right. It should be. It should be minus 300 money for Alexander. If he beats Islam Makachev, he is daddy to Aldo. And yes, he does have the championships. But if he beats Islam, dude, he has mauled Max Holloway and pillaged. Max Holloway to the point of there is no kind of argument that Alexander should not be above Max Holloway in terms of any kind of rating. You can't have him not above Max Holloway. I understand the contributions argument, but no, you can't, you can't get past that. It's just like Kane versus JDS. Like, yeah, JDS did finish Kane. But Kane's performance against JDS was insane. You know what I mean? But if Alexander Volkanovsky does get it done, it would be crazy. It would be insane. Um, there is a path to victory there. If he can get really good leg kicks early on and focus on those as much as he can and try not to get taken down, and if he can skirmy and skirmish the fuck out of those transitions whenever he is on the ground and just get to the fence and post up and just keep on doing that shit with Islam fucking Makachev on him for as long as he can, there is a path there. I just realistically, I see it going one kind of way and looking much like Charles Oliveira, but maybe lasting a little bit longer. Um, and, and credit to Volkanovsky. I think he could also take it to a decision. Uh, I think Volkanovsky is very crafty. I just think that Islam's ground game is better than Brian Ortega's. And it's going to be more of the same of that kind of, especially against a bigger, longer guy in Islam. Um, but yeah, uh, then we have the coming event, Josh Emmett versus Yair Rodriguez. Um, I don't know why they're making this. At, well, I mean, I get, I guess I get it. But the next fight is going to be, you know, Alexander Volkanovsky more than likely. I think if he, depending on what happens, obviously, he's going to go down and offend it. No? Do you agree or disagree? If he wins... Oh, if he wins, ah, oh, fuck if I know, dude. It's uh, 
that's like an insane thing to do to like spend months bulking right you win that shit regardless of how it goes right you win it and now you have to like look at months with your calories reduced in half and going through a training cap and then on top of that fucking do the weight cut at the very end you know i feel like volk's smart enough to maintain that shit but that's like and like but you heard it from the man you know that's like he wants to go down defend it go back up you know he wants to be a workhorse it's a lot of wear and tear on your digestive system and all that shit because like if he's doing it the way i think he's doing it he's like doing a calorie surplus and he's working that shit out via weights or whatever the fuck, you know? He's only getting so big, too, within that. So to kind of, like, cut that shit in half just because you have to go down in weight class, you know, it's it's a bit redundant. He's, like, doing double the work. The way a lot of people have been uh, advertising Volk is just his mindset is super strong. But I feel like for somebody to like go up and down a division that's like as high tech as 55 and 45 if he wins this weekend it's ta- that'll that'll be taxing on him um yeah uh do I think he does it I think he does it once but I I don't I don't I don't think he'll stay on that trajectory yeah, I don't think so either. I think he'll go back to defend against whoever this is. And then they'll have to make another like championship fight. But um yeah, you're right. Um I think he'll like go defend then go back to 155 if he wins. Um I think depending on what if he loses, I think he has to go to 145 and then just wait and see how bad he lost. Hopefully it's not too bad. But um, yeah, we'll we'll see. Um, for Yair Rodriguez against Josh Emmett, I think that Josh Emmett might have the wrestling pedigree to go out there and put it on Yair. Um, I think it that's all you need. Um, is just to wrestle him. I mean, he's getting you know, just taken down by whoever, whenever. I mean, Max Holloway was doing whatever he wanted, kind of, and. I mean, yeah, it was a very, very tough fight, but if he decided to actually wrestle with him, he wasn't, like, failing at it. He was taking down Yair. He just didn't envision having to wrestle Rodriguez. You know what I mean? But I think Josh Emmett gets it done. I think Yair Rodriguez does not need to be in this position. And if he wins, oh, my God, I cannot. Uh, like, the he's going to be so insufferable. I got Yair by knockout. What round then? Third, fourth. Ah, some cool leg kick for sure. Yeah, uh, Yair's growing on me. Yeah, he's cool. Uh, and I just, um, as far as people who deserve it, he, uh, they're both in that weird boat, you know, of like they kind of, they kind of only got it because of the poor state of the division. You know what I'm saying? Emmett, I think Emmett lost his last fight against Cater. You know what I'm saying? I, I genuinely think he didn't. I don't think he won that fight at all. And uh, Ortega, or uh, Yair was looking great against Ortega. 
fucking Ortega's like a soy boy, you know? And he broke his shit. So they're both it's they're both coming off of weird wins, which kinda it's kinda like the theme of the division lately, you know? So is Allen. But uh as far as like this championship, I um kind of don't care for it, if I'm being honest, you know what I'm saying? And that's only because it truly just feels like Volk and Max and everybody else, you know what I'm saying? It's it's kind of one of those divisions that, like, they need some extra life. Because even, like, the new life, like, that Jonathan Pierce kid, like, he's cool and all, but it's just, like, can't throw my money in that. And as far as like that division, I've already done it three times with Max and Volk, you know? Yeah, I just, I'm sorry. I just feel very lackluster about it all. That's fair. Um, you're right. With Brendan Allen and Max on the horizon, it's almost just like, what the fuck? Those guys deserve it or these guys. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think that at least it lines it up, you know? Yeah. You start getting some kind of motion in the division. Especially with Max Holloway kind of, you know, having to go out there and war it out against Yair. Um, yeah, I have Josh Emmett. You have Yair by knockout. We'll see what happens. After that, we have Randy Brown against JDM. Um, I think that this is going to be an excellent fucking fight. Uh, I want to say that JDM gets it done, but Randy Brown is a very crafty fucking fighter. I think it's going to be extremely fucking close. I don't know. It could be one way or the other, and it could be a, just a fucking landslide. Um, but I got JDM. I got J- Jack Della Mandalena. I got that motherfucker with the crooked ass nose. JDM all day. Let's go. Let's go. Yeah. Um. I mean, Randy, man, he's a bit of a decision machine, man. And he does have cool finishes whenever he does get them. But it feels like he's at a point in his career where, like, he needs shit to happen. You know what I'm saying? Because he, he can only play, like, the gateway guy at the top 15 for so long. You know what I'm saying? It's just like, let's get some... Because I do like Randy, but as far as, like, content, dude, JDM's that guy. He's, he's putting out these dudes, like, bad. Like, bad, so... Yeah, let's go. JDM all day. All right. Um, then a fucking heavyweight fight between Parker Porter and Justin Taffa. Fucking, that's on your fucking main card of UFC 284. Fucking garbage. Um, then Jimmy Crute against Alonzo Manifield. Um, that's a really good fight. I got Alonzo. Um, I don't know. Just a feeling. I think that Jimmy Crute is just a little bit slower and Alonzo's maybe just a little bit longer and we'll find him a little bit more. Um, but yeah, both 12 and 3. I Yeah, who do you have? That's going to be the one that starts off the front. The um, fucking Alonzo? Mm-hmm. Atomic Man of Field, yeah. Uh, I like Alonzo, man. He has a crazy fucking career. Uh, I just this is a tough matchup for Crute to come back to after uh, suffering like two back to back losses, especially them being like stoppage losses. 
especially against somebody like Alonzo Manifield too. He's just like a fucking killer when he wants to be. Uh, especially racially motivated Alonzo Manifield. You know what I'm saying? Jim Crew comes in there with like a fucking, you know, goddamn mullet and shit. You might you might trigger Atomic. You know what I'm saying? Enter night in like a minute. I got I got Alonzo, but I would like to see Jimmy because like dude, before those two losses, Jimmy was like such a cool prospect, you know. <sighs> yeah, Alonzo Manifield. All right, um, but that is the main card. Uh, we then have, um, let's see, Manessis with Caucus against Tyson Pedro. I think I got Tyson Pedro in that one. Uh, Jimmy Malarkey. Uh, facing Francisco Parado. That's going to be a dope fight. Luma Lufumi against Elise Reed. Luma was going out there and swinging and banging with some fucking elbows her last fight out, so I look forward to that. Um, and then Zubaira Takuov against Elvis Brenner to start off the whole fucking prelim shebang UFC 284. Um, moving on from that, we have Bellator 290. Fedor Melianenko retires, gets mopped by Seth Bader. Um, the fight, the main card, um, <laughs> I thought it was going to be awesome between um, Sabah Hamasi and Brendan Ward, and it was just fucking craziness. Brendan Ward goes out there and just mops up Sabah, who decided to just have fun out there, and it cost him. Um, did you think it was going to go down this way? I thought it was going to be... Not surprising if Sabah lost. Uh, no, I thought uh, Masi was going to kill this dude. I thought he was going to knock him the fuck out, and then he was just going to get propelled to, like, a uh, title eliminator or something like that. Yeah, that fight was dope as fuck. Oh, my God. I love that fight. Uh, as far as Bellator is concerned, yeah, I guess we kind of all knew that was going to happen, you know? Poor fucking feed or um, but yeah, yeah. I tell you what, uh, Bellator arguably had a better card, even though I fell asleep for the UFC. I uh, I was very entertained by Bellator's card. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um. Then fucking Johnny Elwin goes out there and puts work to Tokov. Um, just in a complete outclassing of him through five rounds. And it goes to show you that, like, there are some bad motherfuckers out here. And Johnny Elblin very much impressed me. Um, I was really rooting for him to get a finish, especially on a big stage like CBS. Um, and for that big stage, it was 925,000 viewers, which 925,000, um, where before they did range between four and six million between the past um viewings on that but um yeah then we had fedor getting creamed so that was dope um who was that other fighter why am i forgetting who fought um let's see damn i forgot who it is perales who gets a knockout? Who got the first knockout of the night at Bellator? 
Okay. Well, anyway, that was a really good fight. Um, congratulations to him. He said that he wants to be an alternate for Bellator. Bellator's uh, lightweight Grand Prix. So give that man an alternate spot because he just fucking earned it. Um, but that is it for this week's episode. UFC 284 is going to be dope. Again, Volkanovski can get it done. Not really, no. But if he does, dude, I think he's going to be like easily top five in my opinion. And fucking Kevin's weird-ass opinion. Time. Yeah, bro. Yeah, of all time. Double champ against Islam Makhachev, who we're saying that he's going to be beating everybody. If he goes out there and beats Islam, bro, like, get the fuck out of here. Anyway, anyway, that is it for the end of the show. If I can say so, I do think it's the best episode yet. Um, hit us up on Instagram at no-name.mma.show on YouTube for no-name-mma show. Um, TikTok, no name MMA show, and then Gmail, no name MMA show at gmail.com. From me, Andy Romero. Yo, yo. Talk at you guys next week. As always, invest in your mental health. Fuck you, John Jones and Dana White. Peace. <laughs>